This episode of Life Accelerated is brought to you by Equisoft, a leading global provider of end-to-end cloud-based solutions with deep domain expertise in the life insurance industry. To learn more, visit Equisoft.com. We know that engagement informs better business quality. It's a better, more mutually profitable relationship with the customer. We can deliver more value. We can stay in touch with their needs as it evolves, as far as managing the product or policy that they have. And to do that, you need state-of-the-art systems. I'm Anthony O'Donnell, and this is Life Accelerated, a podcast for life insurers striving to achieve digital transformation. More than just one of many possible innovation directions, digital transformation is a necessity for every insurance company. However, it may be an even more urgent priority for a fraternal benefit society. That seems to be the case with Forrester's Financial, which was already well into its digital transformation journey before the pandemic. To discuss Forrester's vision of digital transformation, we reached out to speak with Matt Berman, who is the company's president for both the US and Canada, and who has had a career that has included work at some of the world's largest insurers. Leadership roles at companies such as AIG, AXA, and Zurich have enabled him to gain experience in a variety of fields, including corporate strategy, sales, distribution, and product management. He's putting that experience and his understanding of modern technology to use in fulfilling Forrester's mission of providing coverage to individuals and families in the U.S. and Canada, including the under and uninsured. As the senior executive charged with defining the strategy of his organization, Matt sees digital transformation as either touching or touched by a variety of technology areas. For example, when it comes to policy administration, he notes that the company exists to deliver on long-duration promises. That means investing in systems that can reduce cost while being better suited to engaging with customers on a day-to-day basis. Similar considerations have driven recent investments in CRM and telephony infrastructure at Forrester's. The bottom line is higher quality engagement and creating compelling experiences that support the sales and servicing of life insurance to the company's middle market customer base. Here's my conversation with Matt. Welcome, Matt. Great to have you on Life Accelerated. In case any of our listeners aren't already familiar, tell us who Forrester's is and what's special about the company. Yeah, happy to. So I started with the company in 2017. I was quite surprised on its unique history, its DNA. At our core, we're a financial services company. We focus on life insurance and investments. We have an investments business in the UK. We support a life insurance business in both the US and Canada. But what's special about our organization, we were founded in 1874. So next year will be our 150th anniversary. But we're what's known as a fraternal life insurance company. So if you look at life insurance companies by category, you've got stock companies, you've got mutual companies. Fraternals look economically like mutuals, but we differ in the fact that a portion of our earnings goes back to our policyholders. And we refer to our policyholders as members. We're a membership organization. And we deliver that value back to the membership in a portfolio of benefits. So if you think about our organization, we deliver best-in-class financial products best-in-class financial services, but our policyholders, our members, are entitled to a suite of member benefits. And those member benefits could range from scholarships, granting opportunities. We recently onboarded a wellness engagement platform, which we could talk about a little bit later. But at our core, that's what makes us unique. Our ability to engage 
our members on a different level besides the core deliverable, which at the end of the day in the US and Canada is a life insurance offering. So when I was doing my research on this business, I met the then CEO. I thought, wow, this is a pretty unique organization. It has special DNA. And in an age where the importance on customer engagement has become a priority in an era where we think about wellness on so many different dimensions, I was immediately attracted to this business. And it's been such a fun ride being a part of an organization that can deliver value to our members and to the community at large in just different ways. Matt, I was interested in having you as a guest on the program because of your very interesting background. I'd like to talk a little bit about your current responsibilities, the role that you hold today, but also the road that brought you where you are now. You've had senior roles in product, distribution, customer experience. Now you're president for two important markets. Tell us what your job is today and what you're expected to do. And tell us how you got there and the kinds of skills that you built up on the way. My journey to this particular spot has been unique. And I feel privileged to have had the experiences that I've had in the life insurance sector for the past 16 years. Prior to my employment with Foresters, I worked for 10 years inside of the U.S. business of AXA, a global financial services company globally headquartered in Paris. Today, that business in the U.S. is known as Equitable. I was introduced to the senior management team in 2006, I believe. I had the incredible opportunity to join that corporate strategy team at the time, and in my role in that group, I felt I got a PhD in the life insurance business at large. I had a great opportunity to springboard from that group and get involved in the day-to-day -day business, get involved in the day-to-day -day functional areas of the life insurance business inside the US. As you mentioned, I had a tour of duty, so to speak, in the distribution group, in the product management team. I had a customer experience role it was such a unique environment, and the culture of that organization allowed me to see the business from so many different lenses. And in my role today, kind of fast-forwarding and joining Foresters, those experiences were invaluable to understand the mechanics of a product. What makes a product work? How do you create the design that can deliver value and profitability? And at the time, I had great mentors, I had great managers, and the leadership inside that organization was fantastic, where I was encouraged to not only see the business through a certain lens, from let's say the lens of corporate strategy or the lens of product and mechanics and product profitability, but I was forced out of my comfort zone to try new things. And I had the fortune of working for a manager that continued to push me out of my comfort zone and to discover how the business breathes in other environments. So it's one thing to understand product, understand product design and profitability, but it's also important to understand how that product is sold, how it's promoted, how it's distributed, what's on the mind of those agents and advisors that are there to serve their customers, what's important to them, and hearing their perspectives on how they're onboarding, how they're managing their own clientele. In all of those experiences, multidimensional as they were, it was 
such an education to have a more holistic lens on the business. Let's talk about your views today in your current role, based upon all that experience, how you think about digital transformation and modernization in general. With regard to the responsibilities that you face, what are the most important trends that life insurers need to tackle in this regard? And what does this mean for the baseline or table stakes kinds of abilities companies must have? When you mentioned digital transformation, to me, this speaks to experience. It speaks to the experience you deliver for three different constituents or stakeholders. It speaks to the experience you need to deliver for your end consumer. It speaks to the ease of doing business with your agents, your advisors. And, you know, this is sometimes forgotten in the conversation, but it really speaks to the experience you deliver for your employees in terms of providing an opportunity, providing an ecosystem where you can create those moments those delightful moments for the people that you serve. So digital transformation, it occurs on many different levels. We are obsessively focused on how digital transformation impacts the product experience. When we think of the enterprise software that we manage day to day, you mentioned it at a timely point. I think the past few years, moving into a COVID environment, now managing a post-COVID environment, many of us were, whether we liked it or not, forced to reconcile and address digital transformation, whether it was on your strategic roadmap or not. It really became the bellwether of survival for our industry. I wanted to ask you about the impact of modern technology in this moment that you just referred to on the evolution of product, right? So we're seeing a lot of product innovation in property casualty, for example, how is modern technology influencing the evolution of life product? How it's affecting product, again, it speaks to this evolution on instant issue. So when I think of products of the future, building a bigger, a stronger customer base, addressing what I believe is a duty for all life insurance companies, which is to ensure the uninsured population and the uninsured population under an uninsured population. To do that, you've got to deliver experiences that are compelling. You know, life insurance, it's stigmatized as being a traditional industry, an industry that may not be innovative, slow to move. And let's face it, from the consumer perspective, not many folks feel the urgency of allocating disposable income on a product or service that offers no immediate tangible benefit. Now, COVID, that mindset changed a little bit, but we're beyond that. We're living in a new environment, an inflationary environment. There's a lot of macro pressure on American households. So that urgency is diluted a bit. So how do you then create that compelling value proposition? And digital transformation can be one way to change that mindset. If at your core, you know that life insurance is a critical asset class, it's a critical component of your financial planet. And I think most Americans, most Canadian households would agree with that. But then, you know, how can you make the experience more compelling, easier, and the data that we have access to today, the technology that we have access to today can allow us to design and create products 
that don't require the burden of, let's say, blood and fluid, that timely application process. We can move agents and customers in and out of the application process without sacrificing or compromising our underwriting principles. And that's where we're seeing a lot of transformation. Let's take more or less the same kind of question, but apply that to distribution. How does technology affect how the insurance leadership should think about distribution? What should you be preoccupied with? What should you be able to offer in terms of sales and distribution channels? So what keeps me up at night, and there's been a fair amount of momentum around digital transformation, how that impacts product design, how that impacts the application process, onboarding, and some of the key principles that I walk away from when I think about distribution. One, I think there will always be a place for the advisor in the conversation. Digital transformation may at times speak to direct-to-consumer, and there's a place for direct-to-consumer. That's a space within the distribution landscape that's been thriving over the past years because there are a number of customers or a number of households out there that feel, hey, I've done the research, I know what I need, my needs are very straightforward, and I'm gonna do this on a DIY basis, got it. But the fact of the matter is life insurance is complex. Life insurance can serve multiple needs, protection needs, retirement needs, estate planning needs, and everyone has a different circumstance. So when you get into more nuanced needs, more nuanced circumstances, and more complexity, you need that advisor. You need professional advice. I think of digital transformation as a way to enable that advisor, to make that advisor's impact on the consumer more effective. And so I look at digital transformation not as a means to disintermediate that agent, that advisor, but as a means to empower them. So giving that advisor the tools to educate that prospective applicant in a way that's fast, efficient, thoughtful, intuitive, and then to get that applicant in and out of the process quickly enough and get a policy issued in a reasonable amount of time on a cost-effective basis. And those are the guiding tenants that we have supported on that journey. Now, having said all that, again, I'll come back to digital transformation as a means to create more direct-to-consumer experiences. Again, there is a place in the market and we have supported and we will continue to support journeys on that front. But our core business, where we have our entire, or I would say the majority of emphasis is with that agent and making sure that we're empowering them to do the good work that they need to do with their clients. Okay. We've been speaking at high level about industry issues. Let's talk now about how these ideas are embodied in Forrester's strategic plans. And maybe we could briefly reiterate your job as it stands after your recent promotion to be president for the Canadian operation, as well as the U.S. operation. So I see my role as defining the strategy of the businesses I oversee. I do that with my leadership team, with my peers inside of our organization. And at the end of the day, we're looking to build profitable momentum. We're looking to deliver value to our customer base, build market share within that population of what we would call everyday American families, middle market families in the U.S. and Canada. And do that in a cost-efficient manner where we deliver turnkey, delightful experiences. And to do that, it certainly requires a sense 
of what those evolving needs are. What are the needs that are evolving with our prospective customer base? And what are the needs of our agents? We have been very focused on areas of wellness, given that it's a key pillar of our North Star, our mission, the affinity that we build through our membership. So we've opened the door and we found an intersection of where wellness can be delivered in this digital transformation and delivered in a way that is modern, it's efficient and relevant. So I'll give you an example. We partnered with a global InsureTech, DACDU. They have built a very unique wellness engagement platform. What that platform enables its customers to do is to proactively manage their day-to-day -day wellness. And we partnered with DACDU and have offered that platform. It's been customized for our membership. And all Forresters, policyholders, all Forresters members are eligible to register and sign up on this platform. And this was a very unique new chapter in our evolution. Because one, as I mentioned, it focuses on our critical mission, which is to serve the well-being of middle market families and their communities. But we executed and we aligned it 100% with our focus on digital transformation. DACDU, as a leading global insure tech company, has enriched the lives of many, many members, many clients, and customizing it for our ecosystem, it now complements what we do day to day. To give you an example of what that looks like, when members register and jump on this platform, immediately they are delivered coaching strategies on more effectively managing their day-to-day well-being. We built a reward system inside of that app that allows our members to engage in volunteer activities, healthy behaviors, and they can redeem points for a number of other benefits inside of that platform. Now, this could go in a lot of unique ways, and we have aspirations of building in some of that data, obviously with the consent of our members and our policyholders, to potentially inform how we can continuously underwrite that individual. You know, one of the elements of our business and our industry is that, you know, we are still grounded in some very traditional principles. We underwrite a person at one point in time, we sell them a long duration product, and we hope that the decision that we made at that point in time bears out over the next 10, 15, 20 years. With this new sense of connectivity, with this intersection, the industry should move to a place where we can more effectively underwrite individuals. We can reward them for healthy behaviors in unique ways where that can reside not only outside of the policy, but perhaps inside of the policy. And so this is how it's informed our strategy and where we're trying to deliver additional value to our customers and our members. Well, Matt, you shared in a previous conversation that Foresters is actually on a digital transformation journey in a kind of formal way across several dimensions, including infrastructure, core technology, and front-end capabilities such as those you've just discussed. Let's talk in turn about some of the main initiative areas. Why don't we start with core systems? Yeah. When you think about companies like ours, as I mentioned, we're celebrating our 150-year anniversary next year. We've got a number of members. We have 
administration systems that need to be updated on a regular basis. We have conversion strategies to make sure that we are staying up to date, that we are keeping a pulse of all of the business that we've onboarded, not only this year, but in years past. Again, our reason that we exist is to deliver on long duration promises. So when I think of core systems, it's critical that we are investing in administration that can, one, reduce and best manage our expenses so we can deliver more value back to our customers. So where we are better suited and equipped to engage with our customers day to day. What differentiates us from a number of folks in the marketplace, the traditional model of life insurance is, hey, you enter at one point in time and you leave when you file and submit that claim or you realize a benefit in the product. And that can be quite some time. Because we are a membership organization, it's critical that we're in touch and we're engaging with our customers on a continuous basis. We know that engagement informs better business quality. It's a better, more mutually profitable relationship with the customer. We can deliver more value. We can stay in touch with their needs as it evolves, as far as managing the product or policy that they have. And to do that, you need state-of-the-art systems. And when I think of core systems, that speaks to administration systems, right? Whether new business or enforced admin systems, I'm very fortunate to have an amazing chief information officer that I work very closely with, and we've been able to onboard and convert some very complex systems to stay ahead of that conversation. All right. So let's go down a, a list of the things that we discussed in a previous call. You've talked about sales-related systems, CRM. We are going through a conversion of our CRM as we speak. One, as I touched upon, for a company and for companies that have a long history, it's important that you're staying current with the market, staying current with technology, systems, organizations, infrastructure at certain points moves into an unsupported environment. So to make sure that you have appropriate touch points with all of your stakeholders, managing systems is critical. And our CRM that we are onboarding at the moment, our new system, will allow us to have high impact engagements with all of our policyholders, with all of those households and those families. And that journey has been complex, but we know that we can be more impactful to those households. We have a better sense of what their needs are, how to engage with them, when to engage with them. It will inform ways in which those individuals want to be engaged and how they're contacted. Well, why don't we take that and talk a little bit about Forrester's conception of customer engagement, kind of at a higher level. We've touched on it in various particular ways throughout our conversation, but let's summarize how Forrester's looks at customer engagement and how you're building customer experience around that concept. To manage and to drive what we would seek as high or frequent customer engagement. It's a function of the underlying infrastructure. One item and one element which is part of our own journey is to make sure that our own telephony systems have been modernized, that we have a more omni-channel footprint. So however you entered into the organization as a customer, as a member, we can respond and we can work with you as you would prefer. 
that makes sense for you, whether it's calling a customer service rep or if you want to engage on a mobile app on a digital or remote basis, we want to have to have that path and we have to have that ecosystem to allow us to have meaningful, efficient touch points in a manner that's preferable to our membership or our customer base. Two, given the fact that we are a membership organization, engagement, again, is so critical for us. And by the way, in terms of performance and how we as an organization are evaluated, you know, we have our own internal metrics in terms of engagement. It's a priority for us. Our membership platform allows us to do that because our customers, our policyholders recognize the value we deliver on a multidimensional basis. And we firmly believe that there's a business case for it to address underinsured, uninsured households in the U.S. and Canada. It's, I would say, the guiding light in everything that we do to design products and to build a portfolio of products that can meet the needs of individuals, not only at a point in time, but as their needs evolve. So you may have simple protection needs early on at a life event, whether it's the purchase of a first home, first child, marriage, but then those needs evolved and you're looking to create supplemental retirement income. That's another area of customer engagement. And we build a portfolio to try to meet those needs as they evolve. Well, we're now in 2023 and I'm still asking questions about COVID for the reason that it's ushered in changes that are still unfolding. So I, I wanted to ask you, how has COVID shaped how Forrester sees not only digital transformation, but how the company's professionals work together? how you attract and retain talent, how you work, for example, in IT, how do you develop? Are people working remotely much more than they did in the past and how you're managing that? COVID impacted the industry in so many different ways. One, I think COVID created new urgency around the value proposition we as a cohort of life insurance companies offer. We were very fortunate to be on this digital transformation journey already. It may have accelerated plans that were already in place, a culture that was already evolving. So you mentioned remote work. We had a number of areas that were already working remotely because we knew that was a function that could enable flexibility and it could drive efficiency, which ultimately passes down or back to our customers and our members. But I look at COVID again on a number of dimensions. One, it was a call to action for us as an industry to deliver on those promises for those unfortunate households that experienced tragic circumstances. I think in hindsight, this was the proof point of our industry, to be there for those families in need at those unfortunate moments, at those tragic moments. And the industry, again, fulfilled its primary promise to its stakeholders. From a business model perspective, we are rethinking as we have always rethought what is the most efficient mousetrap for our business. Again, the digital transformation, investing in technology, creating the most delightful experience for agents, for customers, for employees. This was on the radar already. It just may have accelerated those plans. And in some ways, you could say that it underscored, you know, what you would consider an insure tech and what you would consider a traditional company. 
I look at our business today and we have, and in many ways we do operate on a completely digital or virtual basis. We have that capability today. Going forward, as we're now in this COVID hangover, and I say hangover because, you know, we're experiencing a, a bit of friction in the economy as a result of COVID. Inflation is on the minds of every American and Canadian. We're reconciling a number of public policy changes, and we're thinking about how people view life insurance. And so it's a new call to action for us today to say, how do we make sure that this value proposition wasn't a temporary blip, that it should be continuously compelling? And it's what all of us inside Foresters are thinking about. How do we reinvigorate? How do we transform? How do we rethink the design of what we do every day to make this promise that we sell unique, valuable, and something that people will seek all the time, as opposed to you know conforming to that saying that life insurance is sold, not bought. My passion every day is to try to reverse that paradigm. And for people to say, listen, this is something that's critical. It's core to the safety, the well-being of my family. And I shouldn't have to be prompted. I should be going to my advisor proactively to seek out this valuable service. Well, thank you, Matt. It's been great having you on Life Accelerated. It's been wonderful being here. Thank you again for the opportunity. One of the best parts of speaking to Matt was seeing how his prior experience has informed his grasp on the different areas of process and technology necessary to fulfill Forrester's mission. For example, he notes that while there's a place for direct-to-consumer sales, owing to the complexity of life insurance and the customer's individual circumstances, there will always be a place for agents and advisors. He notes that ultimately, customer engagement is a function of the underlying infrastructure, and he discusses what that interaction looks like at Forrester's in its work on supporting the wellness of its members with functionality that is delivered in a way that is modern, efficient, and relevant. Thank you for joining us for the Life Accelerated podcast. For more relevant content to help you achieve digital transformation, visit equisoft.com slash life accelerated. <laughs>